When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds brought to you by Spring Street Cigars. Some of you will be in Oxford. Some of you will be in Starkville. For Thanksgiving, great place to uh, grab a premium cigar. Every all Spring Street cigars have a lounge area where you can smoke in all of them. And so, whether that's in Meridian, Kosciuszko, but we'll focus right now: Startville and Oxford Spring Street cigars. And of course, they've got everything you want there, from Monte Cristos to Rocky Patels, and La Florida Minicanas and the Drew Estates and. Oh, man. Fuentes. Long, long list of uh, wonderful, wonderful cigars. Spring Street Cigars in Starville, Oxford, among other spots. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I want to say good morning. Welcome in. Jason's already in the... uh, He's been doing casseroles for well over a week. Yeah. (laughs) He had his uh, Friendsgiving. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Friendsgiving. Yeah, Friendsgiving. uh, That was yesterday. Right. And um, you're very, you're very 1958. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, or 72. Okay, see, I think 72 is more appropriate. Okay, because, you're very 1972. Because we didn't have like canned ham, you know? Okay, okay, like, okay. It okay. was, you know, it was, well, it wasn't cooked yet, so I had to cook it. <laughs> but thanks, Chad, by the way. But, um, but it was delicious. I mean, and anytime you have a chance to get your friends together and play some cards after a big lunch like that, are you a fan of spoons? Do you know that game, spoons? I do not. Oh, spoons is like the I played most... quarters. Quarters is in fun. high school and college. Yeah, quarters. We played. Uh, we just we rolled a little dice too. And then I played the ping pong ball thing. Oh yeah, yeah, beer pong, beer pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we weren't. I, mean, getting... I don't need more, obviously, because I'm a grown up. We should have a tournament in here. A we beer, did a once. beer pong. T- really during cut. Co- well, all right, so. COVID got weird, okay? (laughs) I mean, obviously, people lost their minds, but COVID got weird, and Blake and I were trying to figure out what we were doing. And we played beer pong in here one morning. Really? Yes. Did y'all use, like, the the, the mics that you could walk around and... and Yeah. (laughs) Now, I don't remember exactly, because, you know, that was kind of a... You know, just the whole idea of March, April, and May during that time is, I think, weird for all of us, right? And, of course, some people wanted to extend it for three years. But um, yeah. uh, I don't remember. You know, I'll have to think it through. Heck, at one point, Jake Mangum and I. Do you know who Jake Mangum is? Of course. Okay. Yeah. He's called the Hit King. We played, um, what's the beanbag? Cornhole. We played cornhole in here. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Man, COVID did get weird. Well, I mean, we were just looking for it was a it was a very twilight zone time. Yeah. And we weren't going to stop doing shows because I don't give a damn what anybody thought. I'm not losing my business. Yeah. So uh, whether your ideology is whatever, uh, you can take that somewhere else. But yeah, Jake Bingham and I were, were, were playing cornhole. We were playing beer pong. I mean, we did all kinds of stuff. Wow. A little limited in what, what we could do. That was um, almost four years ago. Isn't that crazy? Was Damn, it was. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we played cornhole in here. Beer pong. And uh, all sorts of other things. Red beans and rice cook-off, ribs cook-off, shrimp and grits cook-off. Ooh, Bacon and Bloody on. Mary's challenge. Um, Crazy stuff. You think somebody wants to bring us a chicken biscuit from Fleetway Market this morning? Uh, they should. Are you hungry? Oh, yeah. You already had Hungry Man Grits. Well, yeah, but you know me. I get two breakfasts. I'm like, I, you know. I, you know, you eat like you're 13. <laughs> um, you got to grow old. You never have to grow up, Bo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've already had Hungry Man Grits. Did you have a protein shake? Uh, no, I went chocolate milk. Good God, you really are nine years old. <laughs> chocolate milk is so good. That's top, that's top three drinks. Top three types of I can't. Of it hits the stomach. I get hurt. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, oh, well, see, you said that you've had less than five stomach aches your whole life. and Correct. You want to keep it that way. I like, yeah, I'm, I, I like, I like that. I'm more I'm, of I'm a, in a no stomach ache zone. Yeah, see, I'm more of a, a beat the sword to make it sharper kind of guy. So anything that, that gives you stomach ache next time, you're stronger and you won't get Yeah, you're, you're like, let's see if, let's see if it, I really got a stomach ache from that. <laughs> yeah. You're that guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throw in all the cheese, give me a cup of milk with dinner. Let, I don't care. Let's try to tackle the fire hydrant and see if it moves. Last time it <laughs> yeah. didn't, I blew up my shoulder, but this time, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Anything could happen. Yeah, I've got friends like that. <laughs> um, Those are the best people to be around. Well, they're entertaining. That's for sure. Never bored. Should we play beer pong in here? I would love okay, to Okay, we'll do it over the holidays. We should. All right. Um, we can maybe get a listener in as, and make it like a small tournament. Go 2v2. I like that. Yeah, tag team. Oh, we can make it a company. All right, we'll do beer pong in here. Me and a listener versus you and a listener. Okay, that's or perfect. Or should it be the two of us versus them? Ooh. Well, you got to be a... Well, on a long segment, you can actually get up. Right. And come over here and you know, be a participant. We can make this work. Okay. I, I think it might be more fun if it's me and you versus the listeners because then that way they have like... I like that. You know, like there's that. a little I smack like talk yeah, 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 there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And they'll we'll be... Whoever wins will be the 2023 20, beer pong out-of-bounds champion. Exactly. This is fantastic. <laughs> and we'll do it with good beer like Kona, Stella, Artois, Michelob Ultra, or Key City. Yeah, we already have one person saying they're in. Okay, well, write down their their number and keep track of that before you leave the show, so that we'll, uh, you know, we'll be we'll be on top of that since we're such professionals on this show. Hey, you were talking about the worst kind of people at family Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm going to talk Josh Hubbard at some point. Okay, I get it. Twenty nine points, Mississippi State five and zero without Tolu Smith and Murphy Jans. You know, I, I understand. And Hub was amazing. Fantastic yesterday. Carried him for a while. Kids, you know what he's got? He's got basketball IQ. You don't just pick that up. The overwhelming majority. Here's what's amazing. 
more kids are playing 70 games a year of everything they play, and yet they don't have the IQ you would think they should. Not saying they're not smart in school. Linear thinkers and memorizing, that's fine. They don't have the football IQ, the basketball IQ, the baseball IQ. I mean, Ole Miss and Mississippi State last year did not have the baseball IQ that you would think that they would have with all the travel ball that's played. It's like you play, 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 but are you getting more? Yeah, you're getting the reps, the athletic reps. Are you really getting the mental reps? Josh, did you watch Josh Hubbard move around without the basketball yesterday? First of all, I've watched a lot of Mississippi State and Ole Miss basketball. And y'all know I got to go to the Final Four as a kid, changed my life, went to NCAA tournaments long before Mississippi State was good. Loved Charles Barkley, Dominique, Isaiah, all those guys. Okay? In college. Loved them. Loved Dallas Commodies at DePaul. Watched DePaul every night, religiously, in the 80s. 83, 84, 85. Rod Strickland. Do you realize Josh Hubbard moving without the basketball? Yesterday, what that is and how many college basketball players can actually do that. Go back and watch the game and watch Hubbard move because Northwestern is well coached. They are projected to go to the NCAA basketball tournament and Chris Collins played at Duke under Krzyzewski. Okay? Watch Hubbard move without the basketball. You know what that's called? Basketball IQ. Good vision, too. I yes. mean... Now, he handled the ball at times when Northwestern was was pressing, no question, and picking up full court and trying to disrupt as they should. Uh, Mississippi State, once MSU got up 7-9-11 and so on. But uh, watch Josh Hubbard without the basketball if you really want to nerd out. Kids up for his age. As a true freshman, kids operating on another level. Now, look, is he going to hit a wall at times during his freshman year? Absolutely. Dude can flat out play the game. And his shot, silky smooth. That game could have gotten away from MSU. And a true freshman puts you back in the game. He dropped 29 on Northwestern yesterday. He's a hell of a basketball player. Tom Luganville will join us at 930 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ah, uh, good morning. Welcome in. Out of bounds. Fuel up at Fleetway Market for your road trips around Thanksgiving. Over 20 locations, including a new location, Fleetway Market in Clinton. Don't forget about the Fleetway Market, Market Cafe in Glugstadt for lunch today. Oh, yeah. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I'm supposed to say that every time. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. 
even though I feel like I say it 90 million times. What would you ask me just then during the break? So I asked you if when you don't have this dog anymore. Right. Are you going to get another dog? No, I hope not. <laughs> Obviously, Wendy will be a part, you know, be a part of that decision. But uh, I've loved him. He is amazing. I think he's like everybody does, right? I mean, I think he's the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, we hang out a lot. We're pals. Um, he's a dude. He's got a lot of dude qualities, which you have to to be around me. Just you and your boy. Yeah. And uh, he's seven pounds ish. Uh, multi poo unit. Um, you know, he's a vicious thing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a sleeper. Hell of a vertical leap for years. And, um, no, I'm, I, you know, I, here's where I am. Uh, I turned 50 last week. I want to travel. I've already been, a, I've been blessed to travel a lot. Um, there's people listening that have traveled more, but I've been a lot of places. Been able to see a lot of things, meet a lot of people, um, do some pretty cool things, in my opinion. And uh, I'm an empty nester, and I want to go and do some other things. Yeah. And I don't want to have to worry about a dog. Mm. So, you know, you'll, you'll always raise your kids, so I'm not going to say I, we've raised two kids, although Wendy took the lion's share of that. But, uh, no, I don't. Well, you know. I'm good. You know, when you get a dog or when your kids get a dog, you get a dog. So, yeah, and I think that's BS. <laughs> I've read those articles in the Wall Street Journal and stuff. You know, the whole 20-year-olds getting a, get it. Before you can even take care of yourself, getting a dog in college and then dropping it off to travel with yeah, your parents. Of course. I'm not a, that's not something that I'm interested in, <laughs> especially this big dog craze. Yeah. Um. I mean, mine's not hard to manage. He's seven pounds. Right. So. And he just hangs out. His name's Rex. Named after a Star Wars character. Um, you know, my son was two when we got our three. So that was the whole thing there. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Let's go with Thanksgiving. Uh, now, you had a, what's your question today? So, you know, you get family together, everybody, you know, people you don't normally see. Who's the worst person at the family Thanksgiving? Like, who's your least favorite to be around? Is it the drunk uncle that quote unquote knows everything inside a football program? Oh God! And then tells you that, oh yeah, I'm, well that's a dime a dozen in the Sun Belt, isn't it? Oh man, you turn you turn a corner, there's about five of them. Or is it say the uh, the cousin who just got released from jail? Wow. Okay. Which uh, either one? That's 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 you just set a pretty pretty good bar there. The one that owes you money, that, that's what somebody said on the text oh, line. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that's a, or somebody who you made. Yeah, like the, a, the whole family dynamic of borrowing money yeah. and not getting anything in writing. Very true. Yeah. Or that uh, that person that every year they're they're doing something new. It's like, oh, well, this year I'm going go to go to Africa and be a missionary. Oh, well, this year I'm starting my own, you know electrician company right and this yeah, year no, i know like, that yeah yeah yeah. that that's that's awesome too or they have a, a excellent business idea that you gotta you gotta be in on it or they tell you how to parent or live your life <laughs> yeah even yeah. even better right yeah. are you sure you want your, your kids doing that i i wouldn't you know i wouldn't do that but you know it's, it's your kids that's the best here's what i can tell you early on 
No one's going to take any advice on parenting. They're going to do what they're going to do. That's it. And, um, or the one that's always got the, uh, the financial advice. Oh yeah. That's going to make everybody rich. Yeah. And yeah. usually the, the number one thing of their financial advice is don't have kids. And you're like, okay, well, we're just, <laughs> well, that, that is a way to wealth. That's, that's a way to expedite your yeah. way to wealth. Yeah, that's, that's usually number one, and it's usually the guy who's still, he's like, you know, 38, 39, single. He's like, I know exactly how to make millions. You just don't marry, don't have kids. Jace is on the Ag Up Equipment text line, and he says, the damn sister-in-law that knows everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a go. Or the, uh, the three, hump, three hump camel, the guy you've never met before who tells you that you can't do something because he knows a guy who did it wrong. <laughs> Build a deck. Perfect. That is perfect. I, I think, and the, uh, the one who, the person who wants to make it political every year, that's the best. When you're sitting around talking about what you did all year and then they start bringing up politics and you're like, politics oh. is never <laughs> a good vessel. It's just not. Yeah. It's just not. Cause you're, I'm not going to talk you and I'm not going to change your mind and you're not going to change mine. So it's better to just. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah, and thinking that you are at a family lunch or dinner is uh, talking about lacking self-awareness. Yeah, going to make a breakthrough over this stuffing and cranberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I I think happens. the best thing is to keep it as light as possible. Oh, no doubt. Damn near on the dumb side. <laughs> yeah. You Just know? Light, you can, I mean, but even sports conversations can get heated. They can get heated. Uh, stay away from that, too. Yeah. It's not worth it. Pour your drink of choice, sweet tea, Arnold Palmer, Tito's and soda with a bunch of oranges and have a good time. That's the easiest way to get through it. You know, <laughs> especially or if don't you have... say anything. Yes. That see, that's number one. Yeah. Just let people talk and then you can be kind of like the, oh, hey, yeah. look, we got a football game on. Oh, and I tell you somebody, the one that always has the, the best picks. Oh, yeah. The locks. Yeah. <laughs> I got the locks. And they've today, won guys. all year. Yeah. I don't, you know, you don't know why they, they don't have a million dollars in the bank, but they've won all year. And, and yeah, and when they lose, they throw away the ticket. So, so you'll never, you'll never find a losing ticket from them. Mac and Vicksburg, the cousin that is an Ole Miss message board warrior. Ooh, shots fired. Yeah, wow. But hey, they're they're everywhere. Like, like keyboard we're, cowboy. And we were talking about, you know, the the guy who knows all the insight. With the, with the program. They know exactly who Mississippi State's hiring before they hire them. Abs- they know who's on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they already know. Urban Meyer's landing in Starkville next week. How about this? Uh, Special K on the text line. I was taught something when I was young. Never talk about politics, sex, or religion during Thanksgiving or Christmas. I think that's pretty damn good words of wisdom, that's my a, man. That should be a law. <laughs> that, that, that's a great yes that should be a law or or at least one of those signs on the door when you walk in dude can i tell you something i ran into somebody up in startville this weekend this guy grabbed me he went hey man i listen to your show and he's from nashville he listens to us he's i've listened to for, for years but i have to tell you something and i'm sitting there going oh god somebody's gonna tell me exactly what what we're talking about yeah and i'm like okay great appreciate you listening to the show what and, and, you know he goes, dude, that vasectomy commercial you did like 10 years ago about 
uh, you know, I love my kids, but two's enough and they're expensive. He said, I have quoted that to more guys over drinks and cigars. I thought, damn nation, that, that thing really went viral. <laughs> That's hilarious. And see, I've never, I didn't hear about it's it. It's in the until... system. You're going to have to pull it up and we're going to play it. Okay. All during the holidays. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We're, we're just going to, or we'll get a chunk of it. You know, a, a cut. Yeah, exactly. And we'll play it. Um, SEC power rankings. I see you wanted to do that. Bama one, Georgia two. Then everybody else. Hey, we get Bama, Georgia in less than two weeks. Do you know how Ooh. awesome that's going to be? Ooh. Man, and you've been saying for the last few weeks, Bama's your pick. We get Bama, Georgia in less than two weeks. <laughs> and we get Michigan, Ohio State this weekend without Harbaugh, which Ooh. is really unfortunate. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Tom Luganville coming up next. National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Show is brought to you by the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in Madison. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Your Tom Luganville with ESPN interview is brought to you by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. That's where you go to get the Easy Go Golf Car for your home and neighborhood. Hunting Camp Manufacturing Facility. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Go see Benji Nelson and Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor in Memphis, Jackson and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We welcome in Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He called uh, Southern Cal UCLA last weekend. And then this Friday night, he has Texas and Texas Tech on ABC primetime. Lukes, did I get that right? You got that right on both accounts. Okay, yeah, I was watching the game. Um, and and uh, I watched Southern. So I was in Startville. That game was okay. over early. And yeah. and then we we did the whole bourbon steak thing. I watched you on TV with Southern Cal and UCLA. Entertaining game, by the way. Um, I know, right? Golly, and and by the way, your tribute to the coach that Dave, you knew, Dave Levy. Yes, well done, Tom Luganmill. Oh, thanks, man. In fact, let me speak on that for just a second. So. Um, most people won't know this, but there are assistant coaches out there that are like of legendary status guys that just, they became the best at their craft, no matter what they did. And everybody wanted to hire him. And he was one of those guys. And I had the good fortune of being a young coach working on two staffs with him. And I mean, this is somebody that was on John McKay's staff for 16 years, won four national championships. Now, how about this? And you tell me if you've ever heard this, heard of this before, Bo. 
This coach's name is Dave Levy. He ended up passing away at 91 last week. During his 16-year tenure at USC under John McKay, he was, an, he was a paid assistant coach that coached every single position on the field at some point during his tenure. Wow. Meaning one year he was the offensive line coach, one year he was the corners coach, one year he was the tight ends coach, one, and I'm not saying it one year at a time, but sure. over the span of 16 years, I've never even heard of that before. Like I've literally never even heard of something like that before. And he just made a great uh, impact on me as a young coach. And, and uh, you know, it's interesting because, you know, at SC, and, and you're a, a, a Southeast guy, and, you know, on the West Coast, you grew up, uh, you were Pac-8, Pac-10, Pac-12, and, like, you know, SC was the Alabama of the West Coast. Sure. Right? So everything was SC. And, um, and so uh, what a legendary figure – uh, for the University of Southern California. And uh, so I just, our, our, our producer was good enough to allow me to do that. And thank you for recognizing it, man. He was just uh, had a profound impact on me as a young coach. Well, that's what it's all about. And, and I thought it was a wonderful tribute. So, uh, and you, you had a really good game too. Um, yeah. Great good, game. And what a win for, for Chip Kelly and, and UCLA. Uh, what's mm-hmm. wrong with, before I get into Mississippi State and Ole Miss real quick, let, let's hit this and then because this is big enough brand, like you just said, Southern Cal and Lincoln Riley, mm-hmm. um, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show and the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. What is wrong with Southern Cal, Luke's? Well, if you just look at it strictly from a personnel standpoint, they are so bad on defense. And I'm not just talking scheme. I'm talking players. And when I say so bad that – we're, we're talking about amongst one of the worst power five defensive football teams on the hoof that you will see. And we're talking about USC. Now, the issue with that is I think a lot of it is that, you know, this has been a pattern of Lincoln Riley going back to what he inherited at Oklahoma. And from when he took over the job there and has taken this job, the common denominator has been the same. There's, there's been no investment on the defensive side of the football. There's been no investment in recruiting on the defensive side of the football, particularly up front. And, you know, last year with SC, you know, they went 11-1, and one, all right? They still had the same horrendous defensive football team. The only difference was last year they were plus 22 in turnover margin. Guess what they are this year? Minus three. Yeah, you can't so, replicate that year to year, as you know. You can't replicate that. And now the problem is, no matter how good Caleb Williams is, he can't save you anymore. And there's only so much that he can do. And how about this one? Lincoln Riley started off 11-1, and one, all right? If you go back to the Pac-12 championship game last year, up until this weekend, he is now 7-7 seven and seven in his last 14. Good grief. So you've got a new athletic director who did not sign him to that contract. There doesn't seem to be any type of leadership or foundation in terms of the program as a whole. There is on offense, clearly. Um, but there doesn't seem to be the same attention to detail and, and foundation and principles in the other areas of the program as a whole. And I, I'll tell you, man, it ain't looking good. If you look at their Big Ten schedule next year. I saw that. Oh, they play LSU and Notre Dame out of conference. They still have to play UCLA. And then they've got a bunch of teams in the Big Ten that they've got to play in cold-weather climates on the road. 
Mm. Like they could be looking at a four and eight, three and nine. Because they're not going to have Caleb. They're terrible in the offensive line. <laughs> they aren't an effective football team running the ball, and they can't <sighs> play defense. Oh, man. They're going to have to go. He's going to have to reshape his staff and go in the portal and hope that he hits with a 60% bus rate. Good luck with that. And yeah, good luck. And like you said, going to a conference, new conference, and the two non-cons are brutal. Okay. Uh, Tom Luganville with ESPN joining us on the Out of Bounds show. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Lugs, um, let's talk Golden Egg Thursday night in Starkville. Mississippi State is now on their second interim coach in the last 12 months. They have Greg Knox there. Ole Miss is a two-touchdown t- favorite. I think they should be. Um, I think this this one could get out of hand. Handicap this one for me. How do you see this one playing out in Starville? Well, I think anytime you have a rivalry type of game, right, anything can happen, and you need to expect anything to happen. And you better be prepared to play especially if you're a heavy favorite. I think that's what would worry me if I'm Lane Kiffin because of the expectation of what you're supposed to do. And sometimes that expectation of what you're supposed to do can seep into and transform into it's going to be easy to do. And that's a problem. Um, That was a problem in Jordan-Hare Stadium this past weekend for the Auburn Tigers. And, um, you know, I think when you have – uh, a team like Oregon, Oregon State that are going to be playing. Washington, Washington State's going to be playing. You are heavily favored, but the other team's going through some turmoil. All they have is each other. They've got everything to gain and nothing to lose. That's tough to coach against, man. And I think that what these types of games reveal is where your leadership is. I'm not talking about from a coaching standpoint. I'm talking about from a playing standpoint. And what is your maturity level? Because you're right, on paper, on the surface, on the hook, this should be a no contest. But Both coaching and players, Tom. Exactly. But oftentimes when it looks and appears to be that way, that's what psychologically is the most difficult thing to coach against. And I think that Lane Kiffin's primary job this week is getting his kids ready to play. It's not worrying about whether they stack up. It's not worry about whether they can create mismatches. They can do all of those things. It's are your kids going to be ready to play? Are they hungry? Do they have a chip? Do they have passion? Are they focused? Um, those would be the things that worry me the most when you're having a game like this. This is a totally different mindset if you've got a 9-2 and two Mississippi State going up against a 9-2 and two Ole Miss. Now you're not having to worry about any of that other stuff. The kid – the, the – the focus and the preparation takes care of itself because of the opponent. All right. So have you ever called a, a golden egg game? Luke's? You know what? It's funny. I have not. I've called just about every opponent that either Mississippi state or Ole Miss would have, but I haven't called them together. Yeah. I mean, you've been to vault Hemingway and Davis Wade many oh, yeah. a times. Sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I've had some of the best, some of the best environments, and all of the college football places that I've been over the last 10 years on the field have been at Wallace Wade. In yeah. terms of, wait, did I just say Wallace Wade? Davis Wade, yeah. Davis Wade. I just said the Duke Stadium. What am I doing? <laughs> uh, Davis Wade Stadium. Because of that closed-in that closed in end zone with the Cowboys, the Cowbells, it's unlike anything else in college football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackson Dart. Um, Lane had said last week he was coming back. Then they – 
talked about after the game that uh, Jackson Dart hasn't decided. Um, he is a phenomenal quarterback, um, and he can do so many different things. But I, I still think he needs an, a, another year. How do you see it? I think he absolutely needs to come back, and I think he needs to look at the trajectory of Bo Nix. He needs to look at the trajectory of Michael Penix. And I think it would be really smart for him to acknowledge the fact that the older and more experienced you are, the better football you're going to play, and the more you're going to, in my opinion, improve your stock. I I think that the NFL has seen enough uh, Mitch Trubisky's of the world, Mark Sanchez's of the world, guy, uh, Le- Trey Lance's of the world that have started 13 games, 18 games, and those guys aren't panning out, right? It's, it's the guys that have played a lot of football. It's the guys that have had a sustained high level of completion percentage, have Started, um, you know, it used to be the old Bill Parcells. He'd say, I want a quarterback that started a minimum 30 games, won a minimum of 23 of them, who has completed a minimum of 60, at that time, 63% of his passes. That number would be expected to go up now. Has at least a two to one, if not three to one touchdown interception ratio um, to be able to succeed in professional football. And I think Jackson Dart would do himself a real service by acknowledging that his stock can continue to rise by playing more games. Okay. Trey Harris as an NFL draft prospect, he has had a magnificent year. He could absolutely torch the Mississippi state secondary, which is not good. Uh, now he, I think he's got another year if he wants because of COVID. Um, but when you project Trey Harris at the next level, what do you see? A guy that's a little like Allen Robinson, if you remember that. Yes. That guy from Penn State, uh, played for the Bears, obviously really, really good player. I say that because very rarely are big, imposing receivers explosive the way Trey Harris is. Um, you know, you might get an Alshon Jeffrey, and you're going to get, you know, some of these bigger-bodied guys that uh, you know how to use their – their frame and their body control and their coordination to win when contested or they're great on the jump ball. But like you don't have a lot of the big tall guys that can really run and they can shift gears explosively. That's where Trey Harris, I think stands out uh, to me because those guys are hard, hard to come by. Um, And so I just think, I think he's really, really good. Uh, Oh, there's no doubt he is. He's had a heck of a year. Um, All right, let's, let's go to Mississippi state coaching search and I know I asked you about this last week but I want to hit on something real quick um uh, Barry Odom is rumored to be in the mix and I thought he did a good job at Missouri considering everything that that went down he had to follow a legend who got sick and the year that the legend stepped down in Gary Pinkle and again Pinkle was amazing but the year that he stepped down they were four and five and one and five in the conference when he's just you know things just went sideways it happens I mean Mike leach died last it just stuff happens so sure Barry steps in it's not pinkle level but he has a couple of winning seasons goes to Arkansas was phenomenal now he's turned UNLV around talk about how impressed you are that Barry Odom was able to identify someone like Brennan Marion as his offensive coordinator off Sark staff at Texas. Well, I know this. 
I know that there's been a long run of consistent head coaching success with defensive head coaches that understand the offensive side of the ball. Nick Saban, Kirby Smart. For a long time, it was Mark D'Antonio, Gary Patterson. Bob Stoops. um, Bob Stoops, Kyle Whittingham. Those guys are all defensive guys, right? And so, you know, and and again, you could continue to, to run down the list, but I think the point is that you don't have – we're in this era where you've got to have an offensive guru. you got to have – you know, that's the young hotshot head coach. I, I, I don't agree with that. Like, you've got to find the best football coach, right? And if he's the defensive guy, listen, UNLV, what he just did at UNLV, it's not quite the equivalent of what Jerry Kill has done at New Mexico State, but it's close. I mean, when is the last time anybody won like that at UNLV? And so I think you've got to put a lot of stock into program building. You've got to put a lot of stock into foundation building. And when you're doing it without a lot of the pieces of the puzzle, you're doing it without a lot of maybe the, the significant resources that, you, that you'd like to have. I think with any job, whether it's a, an Arkansas, who obviously is keeping Sam Pittman, whether it's um, Mississippi State, you have to ask yourself, do you think it's realistic if you're going to be the head coach of that program to win a championship in that conference. My answer to that question is maybe not realistic to win a championship, but I do think with the right guy, it's realistic to do what Dan Mullen did. You hit on a quarterback, recruit some trench players, have some innovation, play really good defense, and you are capable of doing what Lane's doing right now at Ole Miss. Right. But that doesn't have to be an offensive guru guy. It can be the best guy that's out there. Yeah, people aren't talking about the fact that Golding and Lane have a uh, top 45 defensive scoring efficiency defense because offense, like you said, sells tickets. We love watching it. And Lane has a top 20 you know, offensive scoring efficiency offense. But, but they're doing some really good things on defense too. Yep. Um, yeah, I think Odom. So bottom line. I mean, you would think you think Odom would be a pretty good to good hire if if that all came to fruition. Yeah, and I and I love the fact I love the fact that he's kind of retooled himself. Right, doesn't work at Missouri. Go back, you become a coordinator, kind of reevaluate, watch how somebody else does it, live, learn, figure it all out, and then an opportunity comes, and you know what? Maybe it ain't Power Five. Maybe it's not in the Pac twelve. Maybe it's not in the SEC. It's at UNLV, and you embrace it and you tackle it. Uh, to prove your worth. I mean, isn't that kind of like an American success story in the coaching profession? Sure. You got to love that stuff. Lane had to do the same thing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it happens. We're visiting with Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Texas A&M LSU this weekend. Texas A&M with an interim coach. Uh, the line's 11. It's at LSU. Can A&M do anything to slow down? Can they do enough to at least slow, somewhat slow down Jaden Daniels in the LSU offense? Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say because of their defensive personnel, they can. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be uh, a difficult road to hoe for, you know, LSU to consistently just line up and run it on them. Outside of Tennessee, nobody's been able to do that, right? Um, and, and then the question is, does it turn into a track meet, which is what LSU wants it to be? I don't know if, if – if, if Texas A&M can slow it down to the level that they would need to, 
Uh, I think this game has a ton, a ton of intrigue. Again, I think it also reveals how this Texas Tech team or Texas, Texas A&M team, uh, what they're made of. Uh, what's their care for the university? What's their care for winning? What type of pride do they have? Um, is this about themselves or is it about Texas A&M football when it comes to performance? So, you know, we'll see. I, I still think that, L, you know, LSU offensively is a real problem. And I think they'd be a real problem for just about everybody they play. Sure, sure. Okay, this is hard to quantify, but Ohio State at Michigan without Harbaugh on the sideline. And – People can say what they want about him. He is a phenomenal coach. San Diego, Stanford, San Francisco, Michigan. I mean, he has won everywhere. And you know how hard it is to win at that San Diego pro- program. I don't even think they had scholarships. Um, no, they were non-scholarship one double A at that time. Wow. Okay. So, Ohio State has more talent, but Michigan's a damn good football team, and they've got J.J. McCarthy, and it's in the big house, but they don't have Harbaugh. So, Handicap this one for me. Well, you know, one of the things I've been so impressed with uh, as it relates to Michigan is the maturity of the football team, the resiliency of the football team, and the fact that they don't seem to allow any of the noise, any of the negativity, any of the headlines to seep into the locker room, which tells me they've got great leadership and they've got a team that doesn't care what anybody's saying about them. They just go out and play. What I saw on Saturday versus Maryland, though, kind of led me to believe that maybe the walls are closing in a little bit, like it's getting harder and harder to withstand the noise. And listen, we're dealing with 18 to 22-year-old kids. You'd have to imagine that there's going to be some problems that will arise from this. I saw, you know, some comments this past weekend about, you know, the the difference in J.J. McCarthy since the – the suspension and how all of a sudden he's not playing to a high level. I totally disagree with that. I think Michigan has gone out and they've won in the fashion in which they've needed to, meaning that if you can run the ball, run the ball. And if you need to use J.J. McCarthy, fine, great. But if you can line up on somebody's home turf and run the ball 29 consecutive times against a ranked team, well, why are we blaming J.J. McCarthy for that? Why are we placing blame on an assistant coach that's filling in in an interim uh uh, process for that. Uh, listen, they're they're going out and they're winning. The, the, I just I'm curious to know with everything surrounding Michigan, if this is the the chum in the water that Ohio State needed, right? Because right now everything is positive with Ohio Ohio State. Everything looks good. They feel good. And with Michigan, it's like you're holding your breath for what's the next day's headline going to be and how right. devastating is it going to be and what is it going to mean? Because I think kids can, they can block things out for so long, maybe eventually it starts to catch up. Yeah, and I wonder if Harbaugh, as good as he is, and he is good, if he starts to strangle it a little bit just because he's like, all right, I got to make sure that I'm telling these coaches and I'm putting so much, what are you going to do? What exactly are you going to do? You know, that type deal. Right. And they're sitting there on Saturday going, oh, God, what does Jim want me to do here? Instead of just trying to coach to the best of their ability, whatever that is, Luke. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I think once they get in the game, that part of it, um, you, you, you block out everything else because you're not paying attention to it. You don't have time to deal with what would Jim do. Okay. You just go out and you coach it. Now, the question, I think the fair question is, and so far they've handled it very well, and that is the analytics side of things. 
if you got into a close game, if you got into a two-point situation, if you got into a force and three on the plus 48 on the left hash with two minutes and 18 seconds going uh, down on the clock and you've got one timeout left, what do you do? The good news is you have the analytics book to rely on in those situations. You know, 20 years ago, you didn't have that. You know, you didn't have that luxury. Um, There needed to be one universal voice. Now the guy holding the, the book next to you can just give you the answer as you look over your shoulder, right? And it's, it's probably the easiest and best way to go about it because you always will have something to defend and rely upon that you didn't have 15, 20 years ago with the decision maker as the head coach on the sideline that's responsible for that. Dang, that's it. Okay, real quick, does I got 20 seconds. Does Florida have a shot with what played out with Florida State last weekend? In Gainesville? Oh, I think so because you're playing at home, but they're also going to be playing with a backup quarterback. That's true with Mertz. That, that hurts them more than it hurts Florida State. Fair enough. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. I hope you have a same to you, buddy. I hope All you right, have man. a good one. We'll talk soon. Thanks, man. You too. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Go see Benji Nelson and the team. Easy go golf cars, American made. Right there in Augusta, Georgia. Easy go golf cars for the neighborhood, for your home. Powered by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. And don't forget, enjoy lunch today at Bulldog Burger. We'll see you tomorrow. It'll be a short week for us, but we'll be here tomorrow and Wednesday. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.